Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Welcome to another week. Well, this week I'm going to talk about something that I know for many of y'all who are sensitives uh, and who have become increasingly sensitive to the energy of others in the environment, given all of this ascension that we're going through uh, and expansion of our gifts and skills, um, I wanted to talk about empaths and energy vampires and all of that because Spirit sends me so many people who have no clue that they're empaths and, and that they're so sensitive. They just sometimes feel uh, really high anxiety or overwhelm or feel like I've had so many people come to me and say they feel like they're going crazy because they're, they're really tapping into their gifts. And being a sensitive is very, very difficult. And so Spirit sends those people to me to help them understand what's going on and also how to guide them about how to best deal with their sensitivity. Today's topic is spot on with that. And I've called it energy vampires, how to spot them and protect yourself against them. This is so important for those of us who are sensitive, and I'm going to talk to you about that. Um, and it's, it's going to be kind of uh, a real clear, y'all know me, I'm pretty direct. Uh, but it's going to be a, quite direct because I want you to be armed with a couple of things today. One is the awareness that there are energy vampires out there, what, what these energy vampires are. And I also want you to understand that if you're a, very, if you're a sensitive person uh, and you don't have a clue that you pull these kind of people in or what the heck to do with them, um, I want you to be armed with a skill set and steps and strategies to get yourself out of a situation where uh, you are encountering somebody like this. So I'm going to tell you all about this. I've wrote it, writ, wrote, I've written extensively about this. And one of my uh, learning sources um, is Dr. Judith Orloff. She is one of the uh, pronounced experts in the field of empathy. Uh, and sensitivities and energy vampires and some of the information um, I pulled from the content that I had from her in addition to my own experience to just understand I always give credit where credit is due and if you want to learn more she's got some great books out she is a gifted psychiatrist um, psychically gifted and so please go visit her website I think it's Dr. Judith Orloff, O-R-L-O-F-F.com, or you could just look up her name. Um, she's just great, and she's got, I think she's got stuff on YouTube and all sorts of stuff. But anyway, let's get into the thick of it. So one of the most significant challenges, truly, that we all face is being around people who not only drain us of our energy, 
but intentionally cause us significant emotional distress and damage. I know I have experienced that unknowingly. And these people are called energy vampires. And they're some of the most dangerous and toxic people on this earth. And I mean that, y'all. So I want you to hear what I have to say very clearly because this is really going to help you. So their goal is to steal your energy and your light and you had best make sure that you avoid them like the plague or you'll find yourself with a beaten up self-esteem and most likely physical manifestations of the toxic, toxic energy projections. And again, I've been there, done that, and I had to learn all about myself and how to uh, avoid being in situations like this because it was vitally important to my well-being. So until you encounter somebody like this, like an energy vampire, it's hard to imagine that people like this could be so extremely harmful. But those of us who have experienced these people, especially those of us, like I said, who are extra sensitive empaths or HSPs, highly sensitive people, you know, we know this energy all too well. We can like smell it out once we get proficient in understanding ourselves. And the funny thing is, y'all, because of how sensitive we empaths are, our default reaction is to kind of get sucked into their shit. Like, so we'll explain to them why we do something, justify, we'll, we'll allow them to have certain behavior, we'll support them even. And we save those who come to us under false pretenses to steal our energy. Like, it kind of messes with our heads. But I'm here to let you know that you are more aware and able to sniff out these suckers than, than you think, as long as you consciously remain aware of the things that I'm going to tell you. So please listen to me when I tell you this information today. If you want to get a piece of paper and a pen, pause this uh, and, and do that because I'm going to give you some real helpful suggestions. So time and time again, those of us who are sensitive empaths, we unintentionally align ourselves with these selfish, self-centered takers like narcissists and power-hungry people. And it's only when we start to feel like we can't trust our gut instinct anymore or we are being convinced that what we feel is truth inside of us isn't accurate. And we start questioning ourselves and our bodies begin to suffer from what we're allowing to be around us, that we ignore that. Only then do we realize that we have allowed an energy vampire into our protective shield. And if you are prepared to stand up for yourself and learn how to identify these people and defend yourself against the dark forces, and I really do mean that. I know that sounds all science fiction and shit, but seriously, these are some really messed up, manipulative, toxic, dangerous people. You're going to suffer greatly. Uh, and I bet you some of y'all, most of y'all who are listening to this, who can align with uh, being an empath, you're like, oh yeah, been around those kind of energy vampires. So here's what I suggest that you put into practice immediately to begin to uh, repair any damage that an energy vampire has inflicted and so that you can realign your energy with divine energy, which is the way to uh, protect yourself. So I want you to make sure that you do three things. And then I'm going to give you some other strategies and suggestions in a little bit. The first is this. 
that you pay attention to your gut when it tells you that you're moving in the wrong direction and with the wrong people. In other words, if you sense that somebody has got some funky energy, like they're negative or, uh, you know, they complain a lot or they're critical of you or anybody else, like ding, 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 get the fuck away from them. Okay. Number two, you listen to your intuition when it screams at you to run for the hills when energy vampires take up your space, time, and energy. Get the fuck away. Period. Literally, you do not need to be around this kind of person. Third, you have a practice of ritualized energetic protection that you can quickly put into place when the need arises. We're going to talk about that. One of the things that I really, really encourage you to do is to go back and listen to the podcast that talks about how to energetically ground and protect yourself. And I can't remember what the number is, uh, what the episode is, but it's there and it's within the last 20 episodes that I've done. So practicing grounding and protection going to be key because if you happen to unbeknownst be around somebody like this, maybe you go to a holiday party, Maybe you go to a family gathering and somebody new is there. Maybe you go visit a friend, somebody new is there. Maybe it's your friend or a family member. You got to be able to protect your energy so you don't start uh, compromising uh, your system. So here's the truth. Most of us, most of us are becoming increasingly more sensitive to the energies of others. And because of that, we're becoming far more affected uh, by those people whose energies isn't light and positive, right? So any energy vampires at uh, energy, dark, negative, devoid of positivity. So we all know people who suck the life energy out of us. Those people who are constantly complaining, but will never change anything in their lives. I think of a few people that I know. I think of certain clients that come in and I've told people and I tell people straight up, if all you're going to do is, is come in, sit on my couch or talk to me over the computer and bitch and moan, I am not the therapist for you. It just means all you want to do is complain. You're not ready to change. So I refuse to work with those kinds of people. Uh, I only work with those kinds of people who are willing to do whatever it takes to change their life. Then we make progress really fast. So the people who are constantly complaining about their lives and never change anything, they're, those are people who are angry at life and they spew their shit all over you because they're too afraid to deal with their pain. So they, and, or they don't know how else to relate to anybody except to whine and have some sort of attention and connection in that way. They haven't learned any other way. So they don't know how to deal with their pain. So they dump their stinky, toxic, unresolved shit all over us. Bet you're shaking your head because you're thinking about at least one person that you've known or know currently that's like it. They just spoil every kind of good thing that's going on. And those people need that energy infusion of our light because they've lost their light source. Those people uh, are so toxic, twisted, and sadistic even, seriously sadistic, <clears throat> that they need to screw with our minds and then take our energy and tear us down so that they can feel somewhat elevated. You know these kind of people, y'all. They are the worst kinds of people, and you also know that they have a daunting path ahead of them to get right with themselves and live happier lives. Those of us who have light, people seek us out. 
It's not that we're better than anybody else. It's we're, we're on a different path. We have evolved uh, in a different way, or we have actually evolved, period, to a better point where we are the light for other people. When I was younger, I'm going to be, y'all know I'm real honest, so, and I'm an open book, so here we go. When I was younger, I used to crave saving others. Uh, in fact, when I first began to work with people uh, as a clinician back in the 90s, early 90s, all I wanted to do was help save people and rid them uh, of their pain. And the problem with that was that I took on their burden. Nobody really taught me not to do that. So I took it on in all ways, emotionally, psychologically, physically. And I tried to reason with them intellectually and logically to listen to me and relinquish custody of their emotional burdens, right? That's what a good therapist does, helps the client relinquish their custody of the emotional burdens and helps them adopt better and happier ways of coping. At least that's what your therapist should be doing, not sitting with you in, in your shit over and over and over again, process, process, process. If you've been with a therapist that's like that and you've been with them for years and you're making little progress and you're still swimming in your shithole of problems, there's either one, or, one of two things that are wrong. One is you don't want to get better. You just want to bitch and moan and waste your money. And two, you're with the wrong therapist. They're not working right. So I tell people that because I want you to get your work done and go live your life. You know, that's my philosophy. So I used to crave saving others. And like I said, I, I took on that burden. And I didn't know what I was doing uh, early on by opening myself up so deeply to my clients who simply wanted to live angry at a happy lives, never wanting to change, right? And I didn't know how to sniff those people out who really wanted to change versus people who just struggled. And he liked the struggle, let alone how harmful it was to me to take on the responsibility for somebody to change their life. It's huge. Most beginner therapists do that. They uh, take on the responsibility of, of helping somebody change their life, and, and they don't uh, keep that onus, that responsibility on, on the client. I digress. Let me get back to this, y'all. But it wasn't until I was much older and wiser with much more life experience behind me and clinical experience behind me that I realized that no matter what I tried to do, no matter how sincere and consistent I was trying to help somebody, and no matter how much and how desperate the other person wanted someone to help change their toxic habits, I had absolutely no control over them. None. Zero. Zilcho. Neither do you. We all have those people in our lives who are like, gosh, you know, if only they would do this, their life would be better. We could see other people's lives from the outside so much better than we could see our own. That's just kind of normal. But we can't make anybody change. That's got to be uh, their desire, you know. So energy vampires are one of the most malevolent of bloodsuckers because they go for the jugular, y'all. The energy vampire is vindictive. It cuts you down with no consideration for your feeling feelings. And they're driven by envy, competition, severe insecurity. And guess what? They deflate your energy for their gain. They are passive aggressive and are narcissistic. Uh, they just don't know how to be happy. And they somehow believe that they will be happier 
the more comfortable they make you. So what do you do if you find yourself around those kinds of people? Here's some do's and don'ts, y'all. And this is kind of where, uh, if you wanted to, you get some paper and a pen and start writing some stuff down. So the first thing I say is to get away from them as fast as possible. I'm really serious, y'all. This isn't about you being a bad person because, or you're being mean to somebody because you're like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Not at all. You got to be your own advocate. It's all about self-preservation when you're around people who are out to take from you only. Energy vampires prey on us sensitive people, the naive and vulnerable. They can sniff us out in any situation. I'm serious about that, y'all. Gotta know that. It's like they have radar for us. And the minute you realize that you're dealing with a toxic person, you have got to give yourself permission to get out of that situation as soon as you can and do not worry about offending anybody. The second thing is to stop any and all communication with them, all contact. Don't engage in conversation with them once they start their negativity. You don't owe anyone any explanation for your decision to disengage. If you feel like you've tried to address behavior in a way that's integrity-filled on your end, not out of vengeance or paranoia, and you have truly gotten nowhere, be done. The world has many good humans in it, y'all, and the test is for you to sniff those people out and work on your shit at the same time, right? Which means your boundaries, your parameters, how you allow people to treat you is in direct measure of how you regard yourself. So the more toxic people you keep in your life, the more toxic you are and the more toxic you become. And shifting that is up to you, sweetheart. I hope that you do. If you're in a relationship with somebody who's like an energy vampire, been there, done that one, y'all. Those were a few hard lessons for me. It can seem next to impossible to get away from them or to break the relationship off, even though you know better that you need to end things. But the bottom line is that you get away from them as fast as you can. End the relationship, cut the cord with them completely, and work on self-repair and growth. Every man that I've dated, I have said one thing to them, and they've never believed me until it happens. I've said, once I'm done with you, I'm done. You'll never hear from me again. Even the most egoic men have tested my resolve with this. Once I realized the relationship wasn't in my best interest, and they, they've been incredibly surprised. And go figure, the egoic men tried to keep staying, tried to stay uh, wielding their power to reach out. And once I realized that somebody is not healthy for me in my life, done. May take me a while to get there, but done. All I could tell you is that I've learned to do that because it's in my best interest to do that. And I do that with whomever is not good for me in my life. My close circle is small and I like it that way. It works for me and trust me, I have enough friends that I can uh, freely and easily let go of somebody that doesn't have my best interests at heart and I can deal with the cleanup on my end. I'd love for you to be at that place. All I can tell you is that if you spend most of your time around a person who can't communicate with you in any positive sort of way, who is negative, 
complains, critical, selfish, arrogant, manipulative, and psychologically messes with you. You have to look at why you're putting up with this shit, why you're putting up with somebody like this in the first place. And this is all about you, all about what you believe you deserve and what you don't deserve. And if you really look at your life, you gotta work on this part of yourself so you don't repeat the pattern of calling in the teacher uh, called bad behavior, right? And adding to your pain. There's no point doing that. For God's sakes, learn. Learn. Never get into an argument with these kind of whacked out people, energy vampires, because you'll never win. Never try to change a negative and toxic person's mind. Complete waste of time. You can't. They enjoy it. They need to feel that shit. And they need to find somebody who they can suck the energy out of so they can get a charge. People change when they want to. Watch people's actions and don't trust what they say up front. Watch their actions. These manipulators are experts, the energy vampires. They are just waiting for you to be open for the taking. So when someone like this is attempting to get you to abandon your truth, your perspective, or your choices, either change the subject or end it all together. Establish a very clear boundary. And if they twist that on you, if they uh, become offended versus respecting your boundary, ding, 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 that's a clue about who they are. Don't take what they say to heart. Nothing that any energy vampire says to you is about you. We are all triggered by things, and an energy vampire is all about gaining power by taking yours away. Do not engage, I repeat. Do not engage or defend or explain to this kind of person. You will always lose the fight. Trust me. So those are some of the things to keep in mind. Now here's some additional strategies to break the hold of an energy vampire if they have it on you. And these are things that uh, I did take from Judith Orloff. So giving her credit. So here we go. Break eye contact to stop the transfer of energy toxins. Take deep breaths. And imagine pulling in golden white light in from the top of your head all the way down through the bottom of your feet, grounding you to the floor. This is from uh, my energy grounding process. So this is also, uh, Judith Orloff mentions, exhaling the negative vibes out the back of your lower spine. The spaces between your lumbar vertebrae are natural exit points for this energy. See the muck leaving your body. And as soon as you can, get under and into some water, a shower or a bath, and use some Epsom salt to cleanse your system of the toxic energy. Drink tons of water and see your body getting rid of the toxic energy. And of course, you can always burn sage and call on the angels and your spirit guide team to help you cleanse yourself in your space as well as cut, help you cut etheric cords that are connected to you from the negative energy of that person or those people. And lastly, make sure you're working up on showing your inner strength and confidence so that you can hold your own in the presence of these kind of people. And whatever you need to do to get away from the energy, do it. I know today was intense. Y'all know me, I'm straight up. But anything that I give you, any uh, feedback, words of advice, I do it because I love you and I want you happy and healthy. And I sure hope that this has helped uh, you, especially if you're just as sensitive as me, 
And y'all, I'm getting more sensitive by the day. And it's hard. It is hard. This, uh, I'm recording this in the middle of Mercury retrograde. And uh, we're about to experience uh, the beaver moon, the full moon. And um, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you what the last few days have been like for me energetically. Sleep sucks. I'm crazy sensitive to whatever it is that's coming up for me on my end. Uh, my shadows and everybody else's energy. And it's just been kind of a, a sucky time. <laughs> but I'm like, like I always tell y'all, and I really do walk my walk. I'm really working hard to pay attention to what's coming up. Uh, because I want to not experience it again. And I want to learn. So I love you. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 